1: All right guy let's break it down here man we got 30 minutes to talk to markets um you know i was just singing a little offline the the, the boss's version of santa claus is coming to town you know it goes like this santa claus is coming you know like you got that like kind of deep raspy sort of thing and i'm doing that because i'm trying to get you all fired up you hate things you hate terms like the santa claus rally in the market well it's on dude it, it, it is happening here i don't care. Just, i mean it might be
0: on i mean yeah, it's great Ho, ho, ho. I mean, I know people, but... it's such a stupid thing. It's so dumb when they, they all use the term. I, have, I will tell you, and I think you know, I have never uttered that phrase in my life, nor will I. And you can't bait me into doing it. And all I'm right. Well, sure what does it mean, though, that yeah, are I... nodding in a chord? Because they know I'm right. And there is, they get as pissed off as I get because it's
1: stupid. It is stupid. But here we are, Um, whether it's real or not, the S&P 500 is up, ah, you know, 75 basis points up a little less than 1%. We had that big bounce on yesterday. We had the big reversal the day before that here. We're probably what less than 2% from an all time high. You know, you've said this on many occasions. If you think about, you know, where we bottomed out, you know, with the Delta variant concerns, that sort of thing. um, You know, this this Omicron thing really hasn't been a big deal, except, and this is the most important point about this, is that the Delta variant in the summer, it just destroyed. Q, uh, Q3 GDP right and now we're starting to see that literally this Omicron which came about what right around Thanksgiving or that week of um, Friday real- after it was it, the first you heard of it yeah and it's doing a number on Q4 GDP so I guess my, my concern would be what do we do here because you know growth expectations are coming down um, these are not the sort of things that you're going to get back right and so are we going to continue to see the market have like 5% palpitations to the downside when a new variant comes and then we just make new highs? Listen, great question, great point.
0: And I understand that that Friday after Thanksgiving, the move in the market was all based on that variant, the one you just talked about. And I understand to a certain extent that's been true to the downside since. With that said, something I feel strongly about what we're tasked to do is talk about the market and what the market's going to do. So you take the human element out of it. And what I've said and what I continue to believe is the market has learned how to deal with all the different variants. And I believe that and I will continue to believe it. I think the move lower this week, you know, there were some headlines that were scary. Obviously, I think one of the big reasons to move lower was this build back better got shelved. I think people don't talk about that enough, but What I have mentioned, Dan, and I know you know because you pay attention—cheapest thing you can do. The S&P 500 traded down to 45.30. I have mentioned that a number of times. That was a prior all-time high. Prior resistance becomes support, and I actually said on Monday that you're probably going to see this thing bounce the rest of the week. So I'm wrong most of the time. We've been right about that one. Number two, the IWM held and protected that 210 support level. And the XRT did the same with its support level, I think, around 83 or 84. Number three, Tesla, which I had been saying for a while, would trade down and test the prior all-time high made in February of $900.33. Well, guess where it traded down to this week, Dan? You know it. I know <laughs> $900. And look where it is now. The VIX on Monday, which was you know trading north of 25, and we talked about it, I think, on Spaces I said, one thing you want to watch is the VIX arrest today. If it closes below 24, that's going to be a good sign. Well, that happened. So, all this stuff is taking place as we speak, and I continue to believe it will. Now, I will leave you on this note, not that I'm going anywhere, but look at the airlines. They all topped out when the news for the vaccines and the news about the virus was at its zenith, at its best back in April. That's when the airlines topped out. Well, Look what's been happening in airlines. When the news is theoretically now back at its worst, they've all been trading really, really well since Monday. And oh, by <coughs> the way, and I've been now. This is a diatribe, not a conversation. The Ian, the Hope Trade, Expedia. Look what that stock has done over the last couple of days. Back to you.
1: Yeah, no, good stuff, man. Um, you know, it's funny. Pull up the United chart. You all, as they say, um, look at that low from the first day in February. <laughs> And you attach it to the low in early December, you attach it to the low on Monday and man, oh man, I mean, that is technical support right down there. Right. And that would be your kind of stop level because if you back that chart out a little bit, you know, you see that, you know, even if it has support down that 39 in the throes of the pandemic, the stock got as low as, you know, 18 bucks or something like that. So that's one of the reasons why, You know, here in Trading Spaces, we like to look at charts despite it being an audio medium. I I, I Listen, the move in Expedia yesterday was pretty extraordinary. Everything that is associated with like a sort of reopening trade, I think earlier in the week, we saw Carnival Cruise said they're hoping to get back to profitability, which is pretty astounding when you think about, uh, you know, that was forced unprofitability. uh, Very sad for them. I know that you said on many occasions you couldn't be – they couldn't pay you. You couldn't pay you and give you a first-class – Uh, ticket on a cruise line to go on one of those things. If I want to get nauseous, uh, you know, I'll go to (laughs) Disney World. I mean, at least I'll be on Terra Firma. Yeah. But back to you. Yeah, no, no, no. But then then Live Nation seemed one To me, that when that thing gets back towards you know 105 or something is a bit of a layup because if you think about all the issues as it relates to supply chains and you know access to to product, especially around the holiday season, I mean one of the things that Live Nation does is they sell the future, right? They sell future experiences, that sort of thing. So that one seems to have. And I know,
0: like, I'm looking forward because I know you're a big fan.
1: Like, I can't wait till
0: Green Day comes
1: out and what's yeah. that other thing you like rage against the machine No, i don't like, like rage yeah. against the machine i right. don't at all um but green day will be touring this summer and i have tickets i have oh. tickets for uh, listen I'm, you want to know i'm going to see uh the chili peppers this summer at giant stadium i'm going to see the strokes i'm going to see green Day. i got i got i got everything i got everything eddie vetter in february hopefully that still happens here all right guys let's make Wait, a, is, let's, is that eddie by himself or is he touring with his eddie in- well, he will be touring with Pearl Jam, but Eddie Vedder is going to be at the Beacon Theater February third and February fourth. So hopefully that doesn't get canceled. Right. That's a Thursday and a Friday. Let's talk about the balance in crude oil here, guys. Seventy two. We got his low. What, what do we get down to last week on this um, Omicron stuff here? And this seems to be obviously a barometer for you know the potential for lockdowns. Yeah, well, or, I mean, look at what's
0: d- going on. I mean, I don't want to get in the weeds here because it's what it's what's today Wednesday and we're, yeah. you know ho 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 and all that stuff as you mentioned, but. Look at the move in, you know, some of these nat gas moves, the energy move in uh, East, in Western Europe is is staggering. I mean, there are a lot of things that lead me to believe, and I know we talk about this all the time, but obviously, you know, this is going to slow growth, what we're going through. But prices are going to remain, I think, sticky and elevated, which yeah. that's why the problem, that's why the Fed is facing a huge problem. You know, they're going to hike into a slowdown, and that's really problematic. And I think that's what the market is going to take into consideration Early next year. Right now, we're sort of in this euphoria for whatever reason. Um, you know, it's probably a money flow thing, year-end thing, whatever. But that's where we are in terms of energy. Look, I was wrong. I thought we'd see a hundred-dollar crude by the end of the year. I think we got to what eighty-one. That obviously didn't come to fruition. But I still think there's a couple chapters left in this. You story. want a hot take
1: here, guy? You want a I hot like, take? They, I like that one. People that have like they call out. it a hot take. All right, so I'm going to tell you this crude oil may never trade $100 a barrel. In your oh, lifetime. I like the never. They never, when, ever, ever trade $100 in oil never. again in your lifetime. How's that? And, and I will tell you on a near term basis, um, you know, that 75, 76 level, it was the high from the summer before it had that 21. This is in crude oil, had that 21, 2% peak to trough declines, the lows in August, and then obviously had that huge ramp. When it broke 75 on that day after Thanksgiving when this variant fear was – that was a massive move. I, I can't remember. What did it go? It went from like 77 to like – it was down easily 10% that day. So near term, let's see if we can get through like 74 bucks or something like that. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like at 72 bucks, Guy, would you say 77 before 67? 70- I would,
0: but listen, you mentioned that in my lifetime. At my age, it's not saying a whole hell of a lot, but noted. And you know what I love? We have some dude named, or maybe it's not a dude, I don't know, but somebody called Crypto Billionaires following us. I mean, I wow. I mean, that's like... It's dude, not, dude, there's, there's a, a lot of Crypto what do Billionaires they call that, out there. What do they call that when you have like a burner account? That might be
1: BK. They call it having a burner account. Hey, by the way, we launched a new podcast today. Amanda Diaz, um, who works with us, has been working really, really hard on this. It's called OK Computer. Follow OK Computer in the podcast stores. Follow it on Twitter. It's OKAY A-Y, Computer Pod at OKAY. That, and that's a play on that Nirvana song. It's so. not Nirvana. It's it's a play on the 1997 album by Radiohead called OK Computer, but it's just OK. We have an amazing group of co hosts Rick Heitzman of First Mark Capital, Katie Stanton of Moxie Ventures, Packy McCormick of Not Boring Newsletter and Capital, and then Meltem Demers from Coin Shares, and Jared Dicker of The Churning Group, and Cleo Abrams, who's a superstar. Wow. Uh, yeah, we got Cleo and Sally Shinney United Masters. So we have this amazing group of voices. So check out OK Computer. Follow it in the podcast stores. Follow it. Um, you're you're going to get a new episode dropping today. It's going to be amazing. All right, guys, let's talk. By so the we, way, hold on. But before,
0: yeah. And since you're talking about podcasts, we are also do the On the Tape podcast, oh, also yeah. sponsored by CME Group. I mentioned that because if you have any burning questions you would like to ask Dan Nathan, Danny Moses, or yours oh, yeah. truly, submit them via Twitter or whatever. How do we submit them? Danny? You get
1: it. You can actually email them. Amanda I'll get them at contact at riskreversal.com And we're going to do a mailbag this week. Guy and Danny Moses and I are going to talk markets, but then rather than having a guest on this week, we're going to answer some viewer or listener listener questions, listener questions. So please give it to well, us. I mean, we've had, we've be, had a heck of a year. I haven't, it we, well, we, I mean, they could
0: be viewers of the different, you know, we do things on the video as well. So, yeah, we you know, do the market sisters, call. Viewers, the market call is amazing. Lovers, whatever you know, that whole thing. Yeah, talking to the mic. All right, guy. I'm talking. Me... I am talking. You know, the other day you made me use these things where you shove them in your ears. By it's the called way, headphones. How do they stay in your freaking
1: ears? It's you know what happens is just, it's so you, stupid. You're not. You're not going to like this, but the heat that's generated within your earlobe it should bind a little bit to uh, the that... yeah.
0: And <laughs> and it keep... It, right? keeps, it keeps them it's in that, there. Is that what those Apple geniuses came up with? The, yeah. you know, by the way, everybody thinks Apple's you know they're, they're great for society. I would submit, Dan, that one of the worst things that ever happened to um, hum, the human race is Apple and their products. Back to you. Really? Because you're sitting there using an Apple yeah, iPhone. I know. You're staring I know. at an Apple iMac. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about, um, it. Not happy about well, it. What else would you I'm be
1: doing you. right now? That's what I don't Reading, understand. You know,
0: guess what? You know, there's been some great books written through the course of history where you can actually pick up a physical book and sit down, put your ass in a chair and read. Go figure. And for a long time, that's what people did by whale oil. Oddly (laughs) enough, they read Moby Dick by whale
1: oil. All All right. right. Think about the the irony. I'm I'm (laughs) going to do this for everybody. Okay, Boomer. All right. Let's talk about mega cap tech here because – What's interesting is that you have the S&P, like I said, it's up you know, 75 basis points. You have Apple up nearly 1%. You have Microsoft up 1%. You have Amazon, which is underperforming. You have Google up 1.6%. The Facebook is down one6 But But the big ones, the big guys. And Tesla, you know, Tesla up 6%. That is a meaningful contributor to the S&P 500 performance here. What do you make of this thing as we head into year-end Will we see these huge components of the S&P and the NASDAQ 100, which have massively outperformed, will we see them close next week at their tippy-tops at the very yes. highest? Well, not
0: Amazon. Not Amazon. I don't think Apple, but I think there's some names that can. I don't think Tesla will either. But I, and I'm not trying to dodge your question, but I do think they're going to continue to sort of ratchet higher. And you're definitely going to see whatever they call it, painting the tape as we get closer to the end of the year next week. So the answer is yes, because I just don't know what the news cycle, I mean, unless I'm totally missing something, because you know, we've pretty much hit <laughs> rock bottom in terms of some of the news on the variant. I can't believe that there's many worse news that's going to knock this thing down. So look, I said it on Monday. I'll say it again. It's not that I'm some raging bull. I'm not. Because I think, 20, I think the beginning of next year is going to be extraordinarily challenging. But I think until then, this thing is going to continue to grind higher. Fair enough. Um,
1: I have the variant. I have a little bit of a head cold right now. I'm not, you know, but here's one of the things that I think is interesting about this guy a year ago, you know, the, the lengths in which our society and other societies went from people getting it. um, This is before, you know, vaccine distribution was, was pretty tremendous. And now it's just interesting to be in New York city and looking around people are really, there are tourists in New York City. Um, restaurants are open. Um, I have a bunch of friends who went to a Knicks game last night. Um, Broadway's open. You know, it, it's just kind of interesting the comfortability that we have now. that If you're vaxxed and you know you're you're boosted and all that sort of stuff, I think the fear of getting very very sick or dying is kind of gone. And I think that's the best news for 2022. As we think about getting back to kind of a normal routine in a way, is that we're gonna like you know how we go into flu season and usually there's a big can- Campaign. Get your flu shot. Your doctor asked you, did you get your flu shot? Your office um, or your place of work might encourage you to get a flu shot. Is that where we're going with this thing? And are we you know- right about to turn the corner, do you think? And this is just really purely anecdotal. The stock market, at least through the lens of the, the economy, is kind of saying that, like, yes, there's going to be a hit to Q4 GDP, but we're okay with it, right
0: well, if you think, you know, if the stocks are telling a story, as I mentioned, you know, airline stocks topped at the pinnacle of the good news, and they're seemingly bottoming now and turning the other way as we get the worst news. So it's just something to consider. You know, the stock market typically at times can get these things right. I think you're onto something. And again, I don't want to even get near the fact or play a doctor or, or any of those things. But what I'll tell you, there are people that believe that you know, this might be this might create the immunity that we're waiting for in terms of getting things restarted. I have no idea, but that school of thought is out there. And if in fact that is the case, then the Fed is probably look, I think they're right anyway, but they're right to try to get ahead of this inflation thing because that's gonna continue to grind higher and who knows about growth. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, are there anything you know, I, I just did um, a Fidelity, I do it on my weekly in the money Fidelity. Call hit. them Fido. Fido, and it comes out right out and it'll drop um, right after the close. But, and you know, I did an options trade idea. I just want to kind of preview. Here's a name that I find really interesting. And, and I'll, in you know, on the video, we kind of talk about how to play it. So check that out. Look at Chegg here. And you know, the reason I'm bringing this up is, is like, look at Peloton down 6%, right? And so we were calling this like a Niedermeyer market, right? Work from home, Zoom dead. Work out from home, Peloton dead. School from home, uh, Chegg dead. Teledoc, tele, you know, telemedicine from home, dead, right? All those stocks were down at least, at least 60 percent from their two thousand and twenty-one highs or so, or from the all-time highs made in the last year. Chegg is really interesting to me. And I want well, to it tell you, like a
0: hundred and sixteen dollar stock. Yes. Like, like twenty-nine or something. Remember was-
1: last month when it had that day where it was yeah. down? in one day, they guided Q4 down. Well, here's the thing, guy. I'm just like looking at some of these names and I don't feel ready for Peloton just yet. And I don't feel ready for Zoom just yet, although I've been on four Zooms already today. But Chegg is really interesting to me because it's a $4.5 billion enterprise value. Expectations for earnings and sales are to be a growing at least 10%-ish next year. Trades at 25 times earnings, about five times sales. And to me, this one run by Rand, uh, Dan Rosenweig. Uh, Rosenweig. he's ex-Yahoo um, COO. Um, really smart guy by all accounts. I think there's opportunities in some. Like names like this, what they're dealing with decelerating expectations. It's not that the company misguided and miss you know what I mean—like didn't see the visibility. It's obviously they're 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 trying to deal with a very difficult and uncertain environment. Are you starting to focus on some names like that? Starting to look at some names like that as you think about what your acronym is going to be for 2022? I
0: will I will one up you there and say that if you look at where Chegg just traded down to, yeah. It's eerily reminiscent, and perhaps Amanda Diaz can throw this chart up. Look at where we traded down to in uh, the throes of the first pandemic in March of 2020. I believe it got down to about that 28 or so level. So I'm with you. I think yeah. you have a chance for a trade here. I think it looks really interesting. And I do think they're going to be some of those names. <laughs> now, look, I think Teladoc, people have pointed out that you know maybe the biz- it's not as much the, the environment. It's maybe the business model. Yeah, um, is a bit flawed, but I think Zoom is worth a look for sure. I think they've taken enough out of it where you can take another look at it. The business is not going away. The growth might be.
1: You got look. Well, when I look at when I look at Chegg and I look at that gap, that fifty percent gap on November first and I look at and see where the stock was trading a year ago and I look at I look at 40 is the level the stock gap down to all right on that day and it obviously went lower it went down to 24 but I look at okay your first move on the slightest bit of good news guy is back to 40 and then listen this could be like a takeover candidate in my opinion I don't know what like the the strategic acquirer is maybe it's private equity or something I don't know But then you get back to filling in that gap. You know what I mean? So I have a trade idea using the options. You love trading the options. You had a funny thing last night, man, on Fast Money, where Mel came to you after Mike coco beware Take take i can't remember what the stock was he was focused on and you said well mel that's why i watch the show every friday at 5 30 and you gave like a wink you gave like a killer wink and, and i gotta tell you for all those people who want to banish you to audio like formats like this because they say you got a face for radio i think you say st- that yeah do they do hear? a lot i mean amanda well, will tell you that she's got tons of mail that says yeah um You're still really good. You're still still really good at the TV. She hasn't
0: said that to me. She's protecting me. By the way, it was
1: uh black
0: rock, not black stone. That was the OA that Coco Beware did last night. We had a very interesting conversation. I appreciate you pointing that out. And by the way, I know Dan. You don't want to go down this road, but news by Nick, who's like a, I think he's a high school kid. How are you, news by Nick? He actually said on the Twitter, um, in terms of those, what do they call those things you put in your ears? Again, the earphones.
1: Earphones. He said
0: that he rarely uses his because they don't stay in his ear. And he's worried that they're going to fall out and he won't notice it if he loses it, which is a problem, I guess, because they're expensive. Are, are they expensive? If the new, it. tell you something, people. If you're spending more than like 10 bucks on these things, you're out of your freaking mind. They're $250. Yeah,
1: for well, the that's. High just. I mean,
0: and you wonder, again, I mean, what are the margins on those things, you figure? Probably 80%. And you it's wonder a why $50 Apple's billion dollar a year business, yeah. I think, right, or something listen, like that, which maddening. is astounding. Sorry. I know you want to talk other things. Yeah, but it. so
1: the one thing I'm going to tell you, guy, is just because you're a luddite. I mean, the fact that and like millions and millions, of it. That, proud of it. Millions and, and it. millions and millions of people here here. around the world are getting a lot of value out of them, which is why they buy them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pretty simple, buddy. And so yeah, but you have you have entire
0: species on this planet that walks aimlessly around with things in their ears, talking to themselves. And bl- yeah, and but blim- you know what? You know what's funny?
1: In a couple of years. You're going to be walking around aimlessly talking to yourself, too. Yeah, and, for and, you better, and you better for hope that reasons. we're a bit more sympathetic to that's you, right. bro. And I'll
0: have a name tag on and it'll say, like, you know, if found, please return to, you know, in my whatever my ad. Hey, address hey is. can I
1: ask you a question? Yeah, that's an, an honest for, question. It's so interesting.
0: I, that's a grammar thing. So, and I'm not trying to play the grammar police. You here. are. You de- of course you are. can. You're able to. So, when may you, I ask you a question? May I ask you a question?
1: Yes, so I, I went to an AMC theater, an AMC theater the other night in my neighborhood to see the Spider-Man movie, and I and I will tell you that over the pandemic, when this thing became a meme stock, they upgraded the shit out of this theater. It's on Nineteenth and Sixth Avenue. Okay, not only did they make it sleeker, they put a bar in there, which is pretty right. kind of cool, and then they also put in like some really nice seats, comfortable seats with like heaters and like. And, you know, that experience is much better than it was a couple years ago. And I don't know if you saw the numbers for this Spider Man movie, because there's a lot of people like Rich Greenfield's friend of ours. And I, um, I, before
0: you, you're going to go into the weeds yeah.
1: here, which is fine. How how many of these dumbass movies have they made now? I mean, <laughs> there's, there's been like 24 Marvel movies, 24 in brutal. This, Yeah. I
0: mean, and sometimes you have Spider Man like in a movie with other superheroes right and then other times he's
1: it's called the avengers out. it's called the avengers yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. all
0: under the same
1: umbrella right yeah and marvel marvel and- things. the same
0: people that i would imagine went to see the, all the lord of the rings movies which are all exactly the same by the way as are the harry potter movies which are basically the same three kids running around in a forest with one <laughs> <the> difference in, <laughs> uh, double dork shows up different times and they get older that's as far as i can tell that's the only difference. And the guy from Die Hard winds up being a good guy, not a bad guy.
1: Oh, Hans Gruber. He, he, uh, honestly, I watched Die Hard with my 16 year old daughter there. And I, Die Hard is just such a great movie. It's just such a great no, movie. No, but that's the
0: dude, right? He's yeah, Hans Gruber. He this. died a few years ago. He's a, he was a no, great actor. A great act. He was also in the movie, I think, the wine
1: movie. Um, sideways or something never saw it i never saw it i saw you tweeting about wine this morning that was very as man it would say well, bougie. Well, it was very no, bougie of you now our
0: nuke was tight said something about he, he bought a bunch of bags of tater tots and oh, i asked yeah. him what time the seven-year-old birthday party was and if he got a pinata and he said actually you can pair them <clears> with <throat> a nice bottle of crude cabernet so i took a bottle of picture of Cabernet which I happen to because you don't
1: really drink anymore when you start distributing you have a really nice wine collection I'd love to be the recipient of some of that All right, real quickly though guy I was going to say to you about um, you know listen that narrative that no one's ever going back to the movies I mean Spider-Man did $257 million this this weekend in North America which is massive right and so there's certain movies that will come back I I wanted to ask you about Disney though guy
0: Narrative isn't people go to the movies. People were going to the movies five years ago, and the stock was in, was was mired the uh, yeah. six. I mean, it's a, it's the business model is broken. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to the movies. I mean, a lot. Listen, people go to restaurants when the world was good. It doesn't mean the restaurants are profitable. I mean, there are a lot of restaurants that are packed that don't make money. Same thing with AMC. I mean, I'm not suggesting people never go back. I'm sure when Top Gun comes out. I will go to the movie theater to watch it, but it doesn't mean it's a profitable
1: business venture. Back to you. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you this: is that you know the AMC it it, it bounced off that twenty dollar level, or whatever, and it's you know it's hanging in there a little bit. It had a huge run. It's down a lot today, seven percent or something like that. The Di- the Disney one. I want to oh, give you a little yeah. credit. You oh, give it, you yes, you. Yeah, yeah. I know. And you said when the stock was 180, you thought it's worth 135. You said that I thought you were a bit nuts. Stock got as low as 140. uh, Where did it get as low? as 142. 14204 guy on on December 1st. Do you want to? You're not still playing for
0: 135? (laughs) No, no, no. I actually said on the show that you might have seen. I talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago. It had a reversal off that lever. I think I said, look, I thought 135, but you just saw a pretty meaningful reversal on decent volume. I think the short-term bottom's in. You can trade around it, and that's going to be correct. Listen, it's all about being fluid. You know what I'm saying? You can't be – what's the word I always use there?
1: Dogmatic in your views. That's a fact, Jack. We had a great call. I think you're a little too hard on yourself, guy. Um, you say you're wrong all the time, I and mean, we're all wrong a bunch. Well, no, right, so yesterday I, you I, talked about Alibaba. You see these these yeah, Chinese internet and they're absolutely I, they, 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 they It's just amazing how badly they act, guy. I mean, like like there's no bit. Do U.S. investors think that they're just going to be delisted? Is that part of it here? Because you talked about that. That's the Dan Nathan. I mean, no, I know. It's hey, just I, like it's just it's like. When I see a company like that that is so leveraged to this like middle class and in e-commerce in, in China, a place where they're have three billion dollars, I say to myself, Oh my goodness. I mean, the stock was trading what two sixty-five, you know, in February, and here it is at one seventeen or one eighteen. And we know this is like I get it. I mean, there's some people out there who've got conspiracy theories that this, that, or whatever. But this stock Two years from now, is going to be higher than where it is. That's just a fact. I, I agree yeah. with that. By the way, if you're one of those people, and I know there's some
0: of you out there that do this, stop doing it. If you're one of those people that say, <laughs> if I say to myself, and then you say self, don't do that. It's dumb. Back All the- right. Ivan Ivan the, K, Ivan the By K Ivan just
1: tweeted at us, and I love Ivan. I'd love the guy. I'd, I'd love to meet him IRL uh, someday. day. He just said, guy is impervious. I love to that being dogmatic. He knows my buzzwords, <laughs> man. I love I, Ivan the Q. That I so fucking good. I love that. Listen, that, just that so
0: just... you know, I mean, everybody's listen. First of all, I think that's hysterical. But I tell you what, go on, go on media every day for fifteen freaking years. You're gonna you're gonna have words you use a lot, and I'm one of the. Everybody does it there, Ivan the Q. And you're laughing, I know, because it's funny. It is funny. Uh-huh. You know what?
1: Hey, hey, Ivan, Ivan the K. I, I responded to one of your tweets the other day. I don't know if you responded. Maybe I'm not seeing my mentions, but you had, you know, one of your your very witty quips and I said but dum bum. And I know you know where that's coming from. I know you and, and I feel like that should have gotten a little more run. It didn't, it's fine. Um, all right, guy. We got like two more minutes here. Um, you've been all over the resource trade. You been... by the way, I'm gonna
0: say something real quick. This yeah? is pissed people off. I'm sure uh-uh. there are a lot of people that are upset that the players from the NHL are not playing the Olympics. I am not one of them. I think I think you'll never get another miracle on ice with NHL players playing for their respective countries. I actually think this is a good thing. Resource trade. Please. Alcoa. <laughs> Everybody laughed at me about Alcoa. They did. Stuff. I oh, laughed ha, at you. I you see where Alco has been over the last week and a half, two weeks? I mean, it's crazy. We talked talk markets. To- we talked hockey. We talked New York Giants draft. We talked people that say, you know. Where's Chris drafts, Moore don't when we know. need
1: him? Where's Chris Moore when we need him? Chris Moore uh, might be
0: on air, actually. If he is, that's great. Okay. We well, should have taken a couple questions today because today's a good day for it. But if you do have questions for us, send them to – where are we sending them, Dan?
1: Uh, contact at risk reversal or tweet them to us at um, what is this called on the tape pod? Uh, Amanda Diaz. We'll get them all together. We will have a nice conversation with Danny Moses. We're going to do that tomorrow. It will drop in the podcast stores on Friday. So a couple announcements. Okay. Guy and I on Thursday, we do a market call. It's live. It's hosted by open exchange TV. It's on our Twitters. Amanda tweets it out. You can follow it at MKT call. You can follow it on our Uh, Twitter handles. So check that out tomorrow at 11. We have Liz Young of SoFi. She joins us each week. Carter Braxton Worth of Worth Charting will be on with us. We're going to do a little year-end wrap and a little look ahead on 2022. So that'll be live tomorrow at 11 a.m. We also have OK Computer dropping today. It's our inaugural episode of a podcast. So check that out at OK Computer Pod. That's sponsored by Current. Um, That is a Neo Bank. It's not a bank. It's a fintech company, Guy Adami. So yeah, check that out. I learned all got- about it. We, you did, we got an amazing group of contributors and co-hosts and that's going to be all things, technology, public and private markets. Um, Check that out. And then on Friday, we have on the tape podcast that drops in the podcast stores sponsored by CME group. They're also the sponsor of our trading spaces that we do every Monday and Wednesday at 1 PM Eastern. That's what we just did here. And those will go on the podcast feed. So we got a lot of content. We're really enjoying doing it. We really appreciate you guys being with us on this journey in 2021 did we got, got a lot more to come. This, by the way, and that okay, computer. I tell you what.
0: I mean that is that is a great album by Radiohead. It's one of my favorites. I I have it in my collection, Dan. It's it's. Are you being serious, guy? Because, of course not. I've never. I couldn't tell you a Radiohead song from. I know Radio Free Europe, which is a great REM song for you. By the way, REM is the last band that the last new band that I like. Also, I want to thank Paul who just jumped in. Uh Paul sent me a nineteen sixty seven. GTO. He was not able to send me the actual one, but he sent me as they call it a replica. So I want to thank Paul for that. He is a he's just a kind man, a classmate, a friend, and he's also dashingly good looking, by the way, for you folks out there. Just wanted to let you know. All right. not, 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 very,
1: unlike, uh, not unlike you, Guy Adami, dashingly no. good-looking. Well, thanks for everyone for being here. Check it out. If you came in late, this will be in the podcast store. It's kind of a fun one. We had fun, Guy. It was great to be here with you. Amanda, thanks for the job on the charts at our at underscore trading spaces podcast um, feed or or Twitter feed, whatever you want to call it. Um, so thanks, guys. We'll talk to you five, later. We're 5,000. Audi 5,000. See you, brother. Bye.